0: everyone does capitalism get you down does
1: the constant pressure to be productive get to you are you tired of being a cog in the machine productivity porn has created a business around making you think that constantly being productive will lead to a fulfilling life however this mindset has created unhappy anxious and burnt out people
0: on our podcast we aim to entertain by providing useless information just for the joy of it and giving you time in the day to stop the gears of capitalism
1: and if you're thinking, what's the point of this podcast, then we invite you to be part of the revolution against toxic productivity by embracing
0: the useless things. Welcome to episode 16 Woo! of the Unimportant People podcast. <laughs> Do less. I'm your host, Lydia, and this week I went to church.
1: <laughs> and I'm your host, Courtney, and this week I saw Canada's gnarliest tree. It was a gnarly tree.
0: Tell us about the tree. Gnarly. What what made it gnarly?
1: Um, What made it gnarly?
0: It was
1: like... It's hard to explain. It was like a tree, but then that tree got a bunch of, like, bumps and tumors that started growing, like, roots out of them, but, like, upwards, and there were, like, other trees coming out of the tree. It just looked like a tree that, like, literally was supposed to be straight, but just, like, was going in all these kind of funky directions uh, and had like so many like growths and stuff on it
0: this sounds kind of gross i'm not gonna lie that i know sounds, when i explain like, it like in, that like, disgusting <laughs> i know it
1: sounds gross but like it was a tree like it wasn't it wasn't that gross
0: oh right okay it's okay. just like
1: yeah just really rooty and like, it looks
0: like a giant bumpy
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah cool. just like giant it's, knots it's on cool. it yeah it's i wonder cool. how old it is that's an interesting Probably tree. really very, very old. It was huge. Absolutely huge. Like Ooh. all the trees there were absolutely huge.
0: So it's very cool. Do you know what kind of tree it was? Like how how does a tree do that to itself? <laughs> Is it a specific I don't... Canadian I maple? Don't...
1: I don't know the type of tree. But okay. I do know that they are important. There's like currently <gasps> Um, protests going on like just right around the corner from where we were looking at the trees because they're gonna start logging on these forests and they're old growths forests so they've literally been around for like hundreds of years and they take like hundreds of years to establish um so there's like barricades and stuff being set up so
0: good for them i I hope it
1: works me too like they're so that in
0: germany Mm. and like it didn't work the trees were like 200 years old and people would literally camp out in the tree and eventually like the second they got off the tree like mm-hmm. the fucking government just cut them down they were like it's fine we'll grow more trees <laughs> it's like true it but these really ones weren't even used for way. logging they were just getting rid of them so they could do <gasps> work underground so
1: sad. like that tree literally older than you like respect your elders show some respect
0: yeah yeah <laughs>
1: go on i know like there's this tree there's this place called like what's it called cathedral grove we were gonna take you there but it was oh it was closed
0: closed
1: yeah and the trees there are like five to six hundred years old like that just like blows my my mind yeah right
0: that's so insane it just gives you a peek into the fact that there was life before us and there will continue to be life after us
1: and whenever i see like a huge tree somewhere like just like around town or like in a little forest somewhere i always like give him a little pat and i'm like good job Aww. because like if you think <laughs> about it that tree was so lucky not to be cut down like the amount of trees and life that we have like cut down to make way for human mm. life and when you see just like a huge tree in the middle of like suburbia that tree True. is like literally one in a million that he got to survive yeah. and sometimes i'm just like oh. good job Like I know he didn't do anything I know it was just like luck and like we're super shitty for doing that
0: but I'm
1: almost like a little proud of them and like happy for them that they survived it
0: it's silent revolution pat uh, pat an old tree everybody (laughs) it actually makes makes you feel
1: good I don't know what it is I know like tree hugging is like a stereotype of hippies or whatever but guys touching trees and like giving them a little little hug sometimes actually like makes you feel really good I support Aww, it. That's so it's nice. Sweet. <laughs>
0: yeah. I support it too. It's just about being in nature. Nature. Mm-hmm. Nature is just amazing. Any way you look. Tree hugging. Mm. You ever practice tree slapping? No, that's mean. Like a pat. Like an aggressive pat. <laughs> like an aggressive Like how pat. you would pat a dog.
1: <laughs> no, I haven't. Is that enjoyable? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't
0: know. <laughs> possibly possibly mm. <laughs> grow some cankers on your hand maybe I don't know yeah that would kind of hurt be a little a little ouchy training
1: do you wanna do you wanna tell us at all about anything about church how was that how was the um, cannibalism it was- part
0: Uh, (laughs) You know, that was actually not going to happen until the weekend after Uh, (laughs) So that part didn't happen. The church was kind of closed because like, you know, Jesus died. So you Mm. can't have mass. He's not there. Um, So (laughs) we just like went in and it was like it was so crazy. I haven't been inside a church in years. Mm -hmm. So it was weird to be inside of one. It was almost (laughs) like it was going to sound a little crazy, but I was raised a Catholic. it It almost felt like like you have a home almost Aww. even though you haven't been there in so long that's so sweet. <laughs> but you still feel welcome <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so it was kind of nice it was kind of magical um probably won't be going to mass still but <laughs> it was it was a good feeling it was nice to be reminded about the positive mm-hmm. aspects of religion instead of just constantly focusing on everything that's wrong about it and, and you know how people yeah. take advantage of it so that was really sweet it was, yeah, it was like cool. the it was nice to be Polish people too Mm-hmm. yeah exactly like the bringing people together the community like how sad it must have been for everything to shut down you know like it's just nice that everyone is kind of able to come together again and just like talk about something they love their yeah. passion is god that's great that's sweet I <laughs> it's love like a that. convention for god yeah <laughs> so it was good it was good <laughs> yeah i feel oh, like I'm... that side of religion
1: is the side that i support you know like the part yeah. that it brings people together and creates community mm-hmm. just not the part where it like rejects people you know
0: Yeah that part and, like really excludes sucks. people
1: <laughs> but the bringing together I love
0: Yes yes that part is very good that part <laughs> is very good. You can find a little space to exist in. Alright, you guys, this is the time of the podcast where we talk about the poll from last week. Last week, as you may or may not remember, we talked about crystals and if they have powers. Mm. And we also talked about the art world mm-hmm. and how much of a low key scam it might mm-hmm. be. And we also taught you how to cheat on your taxes. So tune into last week's episode. You are welcome. For tax if you fraud have an eviction, if you have a cool <laughs> meal sitting around, just buy yeah. some art. <laughs> Tax evasion is easy. (laughs) Um, So the first question we had was, "Do you think crystals have power?" Sixty-nine percent said no. Thirty-one percent said yes. Sixty-nine
1: percent—that's that's that's us. That's our podcast. We measure everything in sixty-nine. So that's that's pretty good. That's trippy. That's trippy. We were asking a question about like if crystals work. If like you know spiritual oh, psychic powers shit. work and then 60, it gave oh, us 69 our point. favorite number that's, well,
0: that's oh my fine. god we might this might be a little contradictory because <laughs> last week we talked about how they are a placebo and yet here they are here working they are. <laughs>
1: it's, it's the quartz in your phone lydia it's the vibration i knew it
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes yes as everything vibrates as you remember <laughs> uh, the next question we had was in regards to the bunny rabbit sculpture, which was the most expensive thing, piece of art ever sold, would you pay ninety million dollars for a metal bunny sculpture? Ninety-three percent of you said oh, which no. Which is seven <laughs> percent too few people. Yeah, that was that was quick math. Good job. <laughs> I Who, mean,
1: why you got ninety million dollars? Of course, just.
0: Do something else with it. This is, a good, this is a good segue into actually the next portion of the podcast because the one person who said that they would... Okay, we'll indeed, call him out. We'll call them out. We normally don't do this, but... No, no. This is normally very confidential, but since they were the only person... Um, past present and pointless productions <laughs> which is a fellow podcaster of ours who you're actually gonna hear a clip from them soon on our podcast but i
1: mean and, your um, podcast must be doing real well guys if you would buy that 90 million dollar sculpture <laughs> 90 million dollars i don't even know we need to give you. You a little promo we might not know <laughs> <laughs> just kidding just kidding
0: We still. (laughs) You guys can still get a (laughs) clip. Make sure you check out their podcast, guys. We're gonna play the clip right now.
1: In a quarantined world, experience the podcast nobody's been talking about, starring no one famous, past, present, and pointless. Streaming now.
0: that was great thank you (laughs) sad thank you so much past present and pointless podcast um tune into their episodes they love chatting nonsense about movies life hacks and all other things pointless so they get us similar vibes to our podcast i mean (laughs) we love that definitely give them a listen and thank you again for coming on to our podcast and for having us on yours Yeah. so go check out the episode where they play our podcast too guys That'd be cool. Oh, yeah, definitely do that. Yeah, we have something really fun on their podcast. So make sure you check it out. Also,
1: welcome. Welcome to all the pointless past, present and pointless listeners that are
0: tuning in for the first time this week.
1: Welcome, guys.
0: Oh, that's so sweet. We love to have you and you're gonna love our podcast. If you love their podcast, you're gonna love our podcast. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, something else I actually kind of Uh, was thinking about this weekend um, when I was listening back to one of the podcasts Mm. I noticed something very annoying that I do and I just wanted to apologize to everybody sometimes instead of saying yeah or yes I add an N or an M in front of the word yeah and I end up saying (laughs) (laughs) yeah you've never noticed
1: this before
0: (laughs) dude I I can't stop saying it too like in my day to day life I'm like (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah I don't don't like it (laughs) (laughs) yeah <laughs> yeah me and my friend couldn't stop saying it this weekend i told her about it and she's probably listened to the podcast hey Lindsay. Hi, Lindsay. <laughs> but she was like and we she was it was it was great it was a good time we were just like yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> so uh yeah that's i'm gonna look sad. out for that i've never noticed friends, this before guys. but yeah
1: i don't think I, you should stop yeah. i think you're creating something new
0: so. I won't be able to stop. I'm not oh, gonna good. lie; it's I'm... just a part of my life now. <laughs> Honestly, I I that's prefer just it that how I way. Talk. So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. Should we jump into <laughs> opinions? I think you're going first yeah, yeah. this week. I'm so excited.
0: Oh yay! Okay guys, ready so this for week, this? Um, this week I, I was just like. I just didn't want to talk about anything too serious, and hopefully this doesn't get too serious, but this week, my opinion is that mermaids are goddamn real, and if you don't believe in mermaids, then suck it. <laughs> I mean, it's not that aggressive. I don't really care, but <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, whatever. What do you What do you think about mermaids, Courtney? Have you ever, like, thought deeply into it? Do you care? No, do you believe? Do you not believe? I,
1: I really have never, like, given are mermaids real any real thought. in my head they've always like existed in folklore and like i've been okay with them existing in folklore i've never had to really question their existence so i'm excited i'm excited to hear about why you think they're real because this is a whole new world i didn't even know Mm. that this was up for debate i really like didn't know that this was (laughs) something that
0: yeah uh, an opinion that people held
1: so i'm excited to hear why Mm.
0: okay but
1: generally no i've never put much thought into it so i'm kind of a blank canvas like let me know why they're real
0: Okay, perfect. This is this is best case scenario for me because it's going to be very easy to convince you that they are real. <laughs> um, okay, um, so ever since I was a little, a little kid, um, when I started going to Polish school, I started learning about this legend of this mermaid who lived in a lake in the capital, which is Warszawa, Warsaw, as some of you may know it capital of poland um so there's legend of this mermaid living there and she got tangled up in a fisherman's net and um, they wanted to kill her because they were like what the fuck are you and then she sang and they all fell in love with her and um they decided not to kill her because they were in love and in return she guarded the town for as long as she lived against any sort of evil and now she's on their coat of arms and she has a Aww. monument in the old town right super cute and i was like of course that story is real like i <laughs> I was a little (laughs) kid and i kind of continued to believe it for a really long time until i found out that apparently people don't think mermaids are real um and people started to get into this weird thing anyways that's my own personal history with it um in 2012 there was this public um awakening to mermaids when the discovery channel released a documentary called mermaids body found And Mm. they released this documentary, they Mm -hmm. talked about all about their existence, all about how there was a mermaid found, and like it was this gross looking tiny little like three foot thing with like a tail and like a little bit of a head and like they talked about the like mystery behind head? it and the history yeah yeah it was like a human like skull and like it had like weird things that resembled where did arms, they find it how did i'm I have still so many questions. fins and fish it washed up on the shore in some backwater country like, I don't... <laughs> okay yeah and it apparently it was real and so everyone like believed this documentary and everyone was like holy shit this is crazy and then um uh disney wait what did i say discovery channel a few days later realized how big of a deal this was and everybody believed it and they were like oh uh sorry you guys didn't notice but there's actually a disclaimer that pops up on the screen saying that the documentary is a hoax and it's fake and it was just to do it to like trick the public and like to make you like think about like your beliefs and shit like that it was so serious that the government had to release an official stance on whether they believed mermaids were real or not
1: where was this
0: (laughs) what country US. In
1: the States? That's amazing.
0: Yeah, yeah. So there's this like organization, N, uh, NCAA or something like that, NAA, National Aquatic Association of America. Like they, they, their main objective is to like tell people about global warming and to really okay. put into concern and like really be real about global warming and shit like that. But then one day they were just like, there is no evidence that mermaids exist and like everything about the discovery channel talked about was completely fake which this is it was a little weird to me because why like why just why like why do you why does this random agency which mm. is government agency. Why do they have the time to, like, to tell everybody that mermaids aren't real? Don't they have other things to focus on? I don't know. I kind of think it was a little bit of like a hoax, like some sort of weird conspiracy that they were trying to tell us about. And then when the government kind of got super involved, they were like mm. backtracking on it because maybe there's something they don't want us to know. This reminded me a lot of the UFO alien thing that was recently in the news where they confirmed um, that, I think, that I don't know, the intelligence agency... Um, found like unidentified flying objects in the sky. And there was like footage released of people being like, what the hell is that? What the hell is that? I've never seen something like that before in my life. And everybody for so long had believed in UFOs. And the government was like, you're crazy. And everybody else was like, you're crazy. And now it's kind of confirmed. So I think it's like, stick with me on this. And definitely (laughs) believe in them. Because I think that something someone is hiding something about mermaids and you should be yeah i don't know or something about like the ocean maybe because it's just sketchy it's just weird why are they denying something so hard they rarely take positions on things that don't have like scientific evidence like Mm -hmm. global warming for example and for this they just don't have any sort of evidence pro or against so i don't know aren't you paying your employees to do other things that aren't my question would <laughs> be though like just
1: so much why why would they have any reason to cover up the existence of mermaids like why
0: I why haven't would they need to cover that
1: up
0: delved that deep into my mind okay. yet i don't know i think it has something to do with the ocean though to be honest because it's a well-known fact that only five percent of the seafloor has been explored like 80 mm-hmm. percent of the ocean has not been mapped by ai or discovered or anything like that Nobody has any idea of what's down there and every time a new like aquatic animal is discovered it's even grosser it's even weirder <laughs> it's, it's even bigger <laughs> it's even like creepier right like there's so much weird stuff going on in the depths so i don't know exactly what they're hiding cuz same with the aliens why are they hiding aliens from us like, why was that a big deal? But they hid it for so long. Mm-mm. But why? See,
1: I don't really know where I stand on the UFO thing. I don't actually know if I mm. believe in UFOs. So I don't know. I don't know if I can really be with you there on, like, <laughs> why are they hiding that? Because I don't know if they're hiding anything personally. Hmm. But yeah, I don't,
0: I don't know. Yeah, it's okay. I'm not, I'm not 100% sure either. I think it's just they're just trying to... I don't know, like stop people from being interested in, I don't, I don't know, it's just weird that, Mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe a little sketchy that -hmm. they stepped in and had to make this statement. Just Mm -hmm. let people believe what they want to believe. No one's ever stepped in about the Loch Ness Monster, I don't think, (laughs) but people have so many conspiracies for and against Mm -hmm. the Loch Ness Monster and Bigfoot and whatever other mythical creatures that may exist, but why were mermaids the only one that they had to make a statement about? I don't have the answers. I'm just uh, supplying you guys with the questions. Gotcha. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But it's going to be really satisfying when when mermaids are proved to be real because you guys are all on the right side of history. So always remember that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This reminds me of just like before you move on in film class in university in first year i took like a film course Mm -hmm. and the first week he showed us a documentary and he didn't really say much about it he was like oh i'm just gonna like show you this documentary like take some notes on it whatever and he started playing the documentary and i think i might have missed some sort of disclaimer or something like that but it was like oh no a fake documentary but i did not realize that until an hour after i got home from watching the documentary oh my god i was my mind was blown the whole time i was sitting there like how the fuck do i not know about this it was about this like guy who was like this like famous actor who was like outcast and then he like walked through the rainforest and he built like an entire city of people in the rainforest and then like it got shut what? down and there were still like these entire towns and like villages that existed in the middle of the rainforest
0: oh my gosh that sounds real i'm pretty sure i believed sure. it oh. i believed it yeah but <laughs> I like leave it too yeah i've heard of i mean tribes like that existing not not like
1: the the movie wasn't about tribes it was literally about like entire like western civilizations it was like a white man Whoa. that walked into the forest and built like this entire it was almost like i want to say like a castle like wow. thing yeah like a town with a castle, I want to say, mm. in the middle of the rainforest. And yes, I believed it. I believed it. I was <laughs> shook. I felt like my whole world had been like rocked from underneath me. It was like my first week at yeah. university. I was like, oh my God, yeah. there's so much out there that I don't know about. <laughs> but it was big. It was I'm big. just a small fish in a big sea. In a big sea. There's so much I don't know, oh. but... <laughs> yeah, that just reminded you me of that. Found out. People need to stop yeah. making like hoax documentaries that are so convincing. I know. if it's a hoax, Gosh. make sure it's funny. Like
0: make that clear make it a mockumentary yes. like make fun of yes things yes bring on experts who aren't experts like just be funny mm-hmm. about it like why do you have to provide such specific information Stop and such crazy us. good facts and good animations like like, like i guess it's why? teaching us to know, like right?
1: question documentaries you know because documentaries are always like oh okay. like we're neutral but like there's
0: always some sort of bias in there so maybe
1: that's what that it's is doing true. But it hurts. That kind of
0: reminds me of the Seaspiracy thing that recently came out. There's, like, a lot of um, differing opinions on that. Some people are like, this is so Mm -hmm. Western-focused, blah, blah, blah. I haven't personally seen it, but, I mean, like, it's interesting that some people are like, holy shit, I'm never eating fish again. And other people have the complete opposite opinion where why, like, it seems a little hoaxy. I watched it and it
1: seemed, like... I was very on the fence about it. He's a very bad interviewer, and he was trying to create (laughs) issues where they didn't exist. Like, he was going to, like, see, like, ocean activist organizations Mm -hmm. and, like, trying to attack them and, like, catch them in a lie, where it seems Mm. like those are people. Like, you don't need to be attacking those people. Like, they're literally trying to work with you. And, like, yeah, it just seemed like he was creating more issues and he would like film people and be like oh just to confirm like you're not letting me like have a meeting with you like just confirm for me or whatever when like he never really made a meeting with them like it was just kind of weird in that mm-hmm. sense and there was a western bias because like he was basically saying like the foods that these countries eat are wrong
0: and right like, you can't He do like that. completely othered them
1: yeah but at the same time like as somebody in western culture where like fish isn't really a cultural food for me he did bring up good points like personally for me as to like why i shouldn't eat fish but i don't think the Mm. solution is for everyone to stop eating fish i think it's a valid solution for some people but like yeah i think we need to remember that there's a lot of people that depend on fish for like livelihoods and their cultural foods and like that live on the ocean (laughs) that don't have access to other food systems and like they rely on Mm -hmm. those and yes we should be maybe attacking like big fishing industries and creating like no fish zones like there's there there's in-betweens you know like you don't have to True. not eat fish mm-hmm. like the no fish zone thing is like a really good way to repopulate the ocean but yeah it was just yeah, it was yeah. weird yeah watch that one with it a sounds, grain of salt that sounds
0: very uncomfortable mm-hmm. <laughs> okay <laughs> good to know good to know <laughs> yeah it seems a little uncomfortable to have to go through that it seems mm-hmm. like second secondhand embarrassment where you're like ah please stop. yeah yeah it just <laughs> I don't know if I even want to watch it at this point but for our oh, listeners, if you do watch it, <laughs> grain of salt. Yeah, I I don't know. I heard a lot of different things. As a person who hasn't seen it, it's very confusing to hear some people be like the dolphins, and other people to be like that um, Filipino writing wasn't even real. We haven't used that language in 300 years. Like I don't know why they brought it up. Blah, blah, blah. Like I don't know. Um, anyways, we're kind of on the topic yes. of aquaticness, so <laughs> let's kind of throw it back. To Darwin, okay. let's really think about his evolution <laughs> theory, okay? Because yeah, I was thinking to myself, maybe mermaids, since they're half human, half fish. Okay, what if people evolved into this like fish kind of thing? Mm. And then that's when I came across this hypothesis called the aquatic ape hypothesis, which is that people evolved from aquatic apes, from oh, like people aquatic who were fish yeah aquatic ape hypothesis so this guy alistair hardy revealed this hypothesis in the 1960s um and he is a world-renowned marine biologist he was knighted for his research i didn't even know you could do that wow. um and then he revealed he held on to this theory for 30 years until he was renowned enough i guess for people <laughs> so to it believe him yeah and then eventually he released it and he stated that um A branch of this primitive ape stock was forced by competition from from life in the trees to feed on seashores and to hunt for food which are shellfish and sea urchins etc in the shallow waters basically Mm -hmm. and he has this theory that um walking on two feet started which is called uh bipedalism um evolved first as like being aided by the water because like standing up I guess is very difficult for some people so cool right so it kind of showed them how to like get up easier and how to use that kind of like movement right Mm -hmm. and um, there was also this other interesting part of it where he referred to our hairlessness and related it to whales and um, hippopotamuses and like dolphins because they all have kind of skin things going on we do right unlike the apes who have lots of hair lots of like this kind of like
1: Mm -hmm. you know
0: they're just not as smooth (laughs) i guess as we are (laughs) um and another thing that was kind of different from the apes and from like water animals is this type of fat that is only it's called subcutaneous fat and it's on whales and hippos and it's not shown in apes in the wild at all and it's the kind of fat that we have and people were thinking that it's to protect them from the cold waters mm-hmm. and stuff like that um and there was another one last one which was that humans for fishing purposes possibly back in the day developed the ability to um like us uh, have selective pressure pressurizers so you know how when you go deeper and deeper underwater the pressure gets heavier and heavier so you put your nose, whatever, and you can blow out air out of your ears in order to equalize so that you can stay underwater for a longer period of time. So the theory here is, which I kind of love, is that (laughs) there were mermaids before and a group of them still exist under the ocean somewhere that hasn't been discovered. And then we somehow managed to like branch off and become walking talking have this whole civilization similar to how apes still exist but also humans exist mermaids would have existed and they do exist my bad (laughs) and and we also exist kind of awesome i
1: I can like this world i can like see parts of this argument and then parts of this argument i can't like the whole like standing up in water thing I think that's really cool because I was watching like a TikTok this week about how humans were like never meant to stand up. Like we were always meant to be walking Mm -hmm. on all fours or whatever. And like, that's why people have a lot of back pain. And that's why one of the reasons why birth is so painful because like our hips have gotten narrower as we've been walking around um, and we've gotten smarter. So our heads have gotten bigger. Yeah. So like, I can see that. But like the part that I struggle with is like, like evolution takes a really long time. And at least with like the ape theory, when you look at an ape they kind of look like people like they have some very human features but Mm -hmm. when i look at a whale or look at a dolphin (laughs) i don't see any similarities so it just in my head i'm trying to like imagine how long that process would take for somebody to evolve from an aquatic creature to a land creature and then to look Mm -hmm. so different like i'm just I don't know that much about evolution, but I just don't know if those like timelines match up for me. Like, it just feels so much more feasible that, that we is came from apes. Very fair, <laughs> you know. <laughs> like, we look so much like yeah. them, and like we act a lot like them too.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. A lot of are there well, any other animals I mean, that,
1: like, what made the switch from water to land or land to water? Do you know? Um,
0: perhaps maybe perhaps like lizards and stuff,
1: but. Yeah. yeah, but that yeah, like, like yeah. those kind
0: of reptilian animals.
1: Yeah, but they wouldn't need um, to like change that much to do that. Like the way that they move.
0: There's like ocean, ocean birds that can go underwater and like hunt underwater kind of thing oh, that's for cool. like 30 minutes at a time. Possibly Whoa. dolphins breathe air.
1: I know, but like, we just they come don't, up for air. Just right? looks so different from dolphins. <laughs> but the legs, I just like can't yeah, imagine I know, the legs and like even like well, the facial did. structure and the body shape and like
0: but we can, it, the theory is that like you came from the aquatic ape so the ape evolved into an aquatic animal and then f- and then from there humans may have evolved okay, from wait, wait, wait. the so, aquatic ape ape
1: ape was the one that evolved from water to land and then we evolved from ape is that what you're saying or ape went into water became aquatic mm-hmm. and then we evolved from the ape that had become aquatic
0: yes the second one we evolved from the ape that became aquatic so the ape is still and how would that
1: but somewhere along the line how would that argument mm-hmm. about the fat match up then because wouldn't that have come from the ape
0: um it's it must have come from the i don't know some sort of breeding that was happening between like the ape and some sort of aquatic <laughs> okay. creature because i think the point was that the fat isn't the same on the ape so that Mm -hmm. fat must have gotten but also apes don't take it out along the evolution line
1: to keep them warm because they live in really hot climates so it makes sense that apes don't have them but like humans have evolved like i'm sure
0: if you looked at
1: humans for hundreds of thousands of years ago that lived you know like in africa because that's where everyone came from they probably didn't have that Mm -hmm. much fat on them either because like it's a very hot climate Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. So that could be. So you don't need it to keep you warm.
1: I'm yeah, not saying it's true. wrong. I'm just you know. It's a good one. Just presenting yeah, yeah, some yeah. alternative arguments here.
0: <laughs> yeah, I like it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I those are all very feasible. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. I want to be completely honest. Everyone hates this theory. Okay. <laughs> Nobody believes
1: it. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know if
0: I can completely believe it. The part that I do really
1: follow is the part that like we really don't know what's in the ocean. Like it's completely feasible that there's so right. many creatures that we have like yeah there could technically be mermaids that like we yeah, just don't even 100%. know about and they've just hidden mm-hmm. in their little like town yeah. underwater town
0: there was like this story of this um these fishermen's in new zealand like a while back like uh, fourteen, not even that long ago Who caught a mermaid in their net or whatever and at first they thought it was like a murder victim so they just thought it was a human body and then they discovered that the bones weren't only human or something like that like the cops came everyone (laughs) tried to figure out what was going on exactly oh my gosh um but it turns out that it was planted so Mm
1: -hmm. that's what i thought (laughs) when you were like going with the discovery channel one that was my initial thought that it was planted but then It was a hoax, so it doesn't really matter. So it was planted.
0: Yeah, yeah. Or maybe it wasn't.
1: Or maybe just the
0: government is trying to Maybe it wasn't. And some people have actually um, taken up sea otters and uh, kind of sometimes they got washed up and, like, they look a little, like, weird and disfigured mm-hmm. and apparently their bone structure is like similar to the human face so sometimes mm-hmm. people will take a picture of that and be like holy fucking shit mermaids are real and it's like this tiny little mermaid like this two foot long mermaid mm-hmm. but it's really just like a sea lion or a sea or a little seal, otter yeah. or something <laughs> like that yeah 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 not an otter sorry because otters don't have the same tails as like mermaids and stuff but yeah so you have to be careful for sure <laughs> um Okay, I'm pretty much finished. I just have a spooky story that I yeah, want to share with everybody. Of course. Um so it's it's from Iceland. Ooh. dude, people in like Europe and like that kind of side of the world are very much for the mermaid like legends and creepy kind of stuff happening with the water and like it's all deeply deeply engraved in their in their history that there's Ooh. weird like non-human beings like in scotland some of the roads are curved around hills because they believed that if you dug into a hill the fairies would cause great great turmoil to your land and so their roads are all really windy twiny I I know, right? It's really awesome. And they have a history of someone trying to move this giant rock out of the way of this railroad. And every time they tried to work in that area, the tools would break. And after three weeks of this, the workers all quit. And they had to move the rock back.
1: (laughs) They are like, just never mind. (laughs) Kind of cool.
0: Yeah, Yeah. they're like, fuck it. The fairies are like (laughs) that. We don't want to fight with these spirits. Okay. So Iceland, right? Mm -hmm. Picture this. You're in Iceland. You're driving with your mate. Um, this was two men, um, on like this cliffy area and the time zones are super weird. So it's one in the morning and it's still bright outside. Mm. Um, So you're driving, you're driving, and then it starts to get really dark. And so you figure since the darkness is only going to last for about four hours, we're just going to sleep in the car. So they drive somewhere near like a little cliff and they both fall asleep in the car to the sound of waves crashing. And one of the guys is telling the story that he had really weird dreams of these like, scary creepy mermens approaching him interrogating him um playing his sins on a tv screen and playing all of his greatest sins in front of all the other mermens all of his greatest and sins. I, I, greatest hits i don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah kind of guy kind of, i mean i don't know and then they brought him into an underwater world and they gave him a little tour and they were like showing oh, wow. him around and stuff like that yeah and then they brought him back up dropped him off and he woke up and he was like oh my fucking god like that was so weird and his friend woke up and was like bro i just had the weirdest dream about mermans taking me down into the ocean in a car vehicle thing into this castle this underwater world isn't that so trippy? That is trippy. They had the exact same dream. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Watch out, guys. Super creepy. And some people were speculating that it could have something to do with some sort of afterlife thing. Because in there's some religions that believe that um, once you go to the afterlife, your greatest mm-hmm. sins are like replayed for you in front of you and in front of like a judge, and then you have to like kind of talk about it and like discuss it to see if you get into what world you get it to right Mm -hmm. creepy Hmm. creepy so yeah i mean powers that be
1: like the cynic in me just wants to be like they probably just were exposed to a similar stimulus and then had a dream about it (laughs) but like it's also interesting i'm trying not to be so like cynical in life about these things i'm trying to be more Mm open-minded so that's
0: cool well i mean the way i look at it is if someone believes in mermaids who's it really hurting
1: it's true. It's true. Not literally no one.
0: <laughs> in conclusion, believe in mermaids because when it comes out that they are real, you want to be the person who's like, I fucking told you so. I knew <laughs> I wasn't crazy. <laughs> Keep making crazy fun discoveries. And also I remember, you know, the ocean is fucking huge. So. Yeah and we really don't know what's in there. <laughs> no. We have literally no idea. possibilities
1: are like, absolutely endless. Thank uh, you for your opinion. That was great. I've never heard anything about yay, the mermaid yes, argument. Thank I you think for having that me. That theory was super interesting. The evolution one. I'm going to think some more about that. Me I feel like I really too. need to think that one through to like fully understand all the points that were going on there. Mm, I don't I still mm, don't understand mm-hmm. why apes went in water evolved and then oh, came of back. The competition.
0: Out i don't know either but there was a lot of competition for trees so apparently an they ran out alternate of
1: argument that we mm-hmm. that happened but the apes that stayed on land are who we evolved from and then the apes that went mm-hmm. into the water and evolved into something else are maybe where mermaids evolved from like that's where yeah, it split not that stayed. they went into the water and then came back out that's where they lose me a little yeah. bit is that like the flip-flop
0: that's true. If they could have just kept it at, like, a simple thing, like, apes evolved into mermaids, it'd be like, all right, cool.
1: Yeah, and humans. Like, <laughs> but, that's where they split,
0: not yeah, water and then split. Yeah. I yeah, guess. I don't know why he kept going with it. I guess he just had an issue with the fact that, like, we're hairless and we have more fat than apes. But, like, we're not completely hairless. Like, I have hair on my body, you know?
1: Like Yeah, that's true. And, Dolph- I I mean, I don't think dolphins have hair.
0: No, yeah, no, dolphins don't yeah. have any hair at all. And, like, but if they're head? mixed with an ape, like, then maybe they could is, have like
1: less hair. This is hair. I have hair all over my yeah, body, that's true. which is like not as much as an ape, which is why it makes more sense to me that mm-hmm. like I could have just you know lost
0: hair through evolution.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: <clears throat> yeah. I think the same thing could happen though if you if an ape were to like breed with a with a dolphin.
1: Okay, but like, because technically. But that's not how evolution works. It's not cre- cross uh, species breeding, right? Like evolution oh, is just. Oh, that's a great point. <laughs> like, that's a great point. I think that rarely totally happens right. in nature that like two completely separate species breed. Like sometimes there's like slight yeah. like different types of birds, maybe, but like an mm. ape and a dolphin. Mm. That's yeah. That is that is a stretch. Like I don't physiologically I don't that, that might not. I don't think that would work.
0: I don't think he, I mean, to be fair, he didn't mention ever in his theory that an ape had sex with a dolphin. I'm just kind of assuming that that's what happened. I feel like it's He <laughs> never that. said that explicitly. He just kind of said that, like, apes started eating, like, shellfish and stuff, and then, like, that somehow translated and into... And therefore,
1: there are Becoming mermaids. an
0: aquatic... Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> you get it. <laughs> it's like the vibrations all over again. It just vibrates. It just vibrates. And that's why rocks work. Because yeah, things vibrate. Sometimes
0: you just got to accept accept these things in life. Uh, yeah. these I'm learning facts. that. I'm learning that. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> you don't have to understand everything. Sometimes I just got to be like, okay.
0: D- things vibrate. I feel with math. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, one plus one is two. Fine. Fine. <laughs>
1: I guess so. If you say so.
0: Uh, yeah. Anyways. I want to move on to your opinion.
1: Yeah. Sure.
0: This is a highly contested topic in my life.
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel like a lot of people are gonna are gonna. Hopefully, I mean, depending on their demographics, hopefully people will connect yes, yes. with this opinion. But this week, I was really thinking about. I was thinking about bras because, you know, since the Panera bread has started, um, I think people I with breasts have just been wearing bras less, you know, like, you spend a lot of time in your home and, like, it's no secret that bras are not comfortable. Now, actually, sorry, before I start, I want to start by saying that, like, I I am a member of the Itty Bitty Titty Committee and that's how I understand my experience and I know that bras can, like, provide support and comfort for people with bigger breasts. So, I'm just, I'm aware, I'm aware of this, I'm just talking about my experience here. For me, bras are not comfortable. So it really got me thinking about, like, why the hell do I even wear a bra? Like, what's the point? Who <laughs> invented it? Why did they invent it? Why do I still wear mm-hmm. one today? Because for me, it doesn't seem like they serve much purpose other than, like, I just, I feel, I want to say, like, embarrassed or self-conscious if I don't wear a bra because of, like, the shape of my boob and nipples. That's why I don't, that's why I wear a bra, really, yeah. for me. yeah. Um, so, I'll give you guys a little bit of a history of the bra. Yeah. Um, yeah,
0: yeah. So,
1: there's like fun. some history of, I guess, like ancient civilizations. They always had some version of some kind of like upper body garment. Okay. But they were it never like with
0: the corset, right?
1: It sure did. That's where it actually started. It started with the corset, which was designed to give women the perfect figure. Um, and the corset oh. was used for almost four yeah. centuries. Yeah, it wasn't actually used, like, specifically for the boobs. It was more to, like, mm. create the waist. And then your breasts just, oh, like, sat on okay. top of the yeah. corset. And um, so there's kind of, like, an interesting thing that happened during the war. But I, I'll, I'll get to that in a minute. Um, but in 1889, a woman named Hermini... C- Cadol I'm probably saying that very wrong Um, She is the first person that like split the corset So she basically just like cut the corset in half There was an upper part For your your boobs And then there was a lower mm-hmm. part for your waist And for like underwear oh. Kind of thing So she has kind of been prized with like creating the bra Because she basically just like separated them But it didn't look anything mm-hmm. like the modern bra mm-hmm. Um, And so the modern bra They say was first created in 1914, again by women, which I'm very happy about that it wasn't a man who created the bra. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Finally. So it was created by Mary Phelps Jacob, and she made the first bra out of two silk handkerchiefs and a pink ribbon, which sounds really comfortable. I'm okay with that. That creation (laughs) sounds like a great thing. Um, And she eventually sold the patent to the Warner's Brother corset company. I didn't know that the Warner no. Brothers had a corset company, but they, they got the patent corsets. for the handkerchief bra. Thought don't know don't know what they did with it. Um, and then <laughs> here's the interesting part about the war. So in 1918, the U.S. started asking women to stop wearing corsets because corsets were made with metal, and they needed metal for war production.
0: Uh, cool, right?
1: And apparently, women stopping, like, consuming corsets saved about 28,000 tons of metal, which was then used to create oh two God. battleships from the corsets that oh, women, wow. like, didn't didn't create or didn't make, like, from the lack of consumption. Holy shit. So it's, like, oh the reason God. that we don't wear corsets anymore and the reason that we wear bras is kind of because of the war, which I think mm-hmm. is absolutely...
0: That's Mm -hmm. mind-blowing. Because of the
1: battleship. And then in, like, the 1920s, we switched to wearing, like, more thin bandeaux, you know, like, flapper girls. Mm -hmm. Um, They wanted a more boyish figure, so it was more about, like, strapping them to your body and kind of hiding them. And then in the 1930s, cup sizes were created. In 1947, a man named Frederick Mellinger introduced the first padded bra, And then later that year, released the first push-up bra, Frederick Millinger.
0: Oh, okay, okay, okay. I thought you said a different name. I was like, ah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so he made the first padded bra and the push-up bra, which is kind of disappointing because those are the two types of bras which create the most inconvenience and discomfort in my life. You know, like, bralettes I I have no issue with, but, like, like, structured bras with, like, underwire... Are so uncomfortable.
0: Oh my gosh! If you're a feminist, wear bralettes. <laughs> yeah,
1: a hundred percent. And actually, so you know how there's like this whole myth around like bra burning feminists. Yeah, well, there's an idea like, oh, like you're a bra burning femi- feminist or whatever. It was actually it is a myth because what they're referring to is a demonstration that was in the 1960s or the 1970s um, where women were just burning, seemingly anti-feminist things so they were just throwing things into a trash can that they thought were anti-feminist so there were a mm. lot of things in this trash can there were also high heels false eyelashes and mm. women's magazines and some women just happened to throw their bra in and then they burn the oh, trash okay. can but it wasn't something yeah, that like yeah, yeah. women like across the country were doing like it literally just happened yeah, once but... and it wasn't only bras but now there's this whole like stereotype of
0: Oh, these like crazy insane. bra burning feminists
1: which aren't even a thing so it's okay guys you don't oh have my to wear God. a bra you won't be a bra burning feminist <laughs> <clears throat> and then i was also thinking a bit about like dress codes and how weird it is that like workplaces and schools require people to wear bras like that that part just seems is it a requirement yes who made it a requirement it is well in schools it is there's been a couple cases um so there was this girl in 2017 who was sent home from school for not wearing a bra because she was distracting male teachers teachers
0: ew 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 ew. that is so wrong i know i know i just the second i
1: read that i was like wow there's so much to back there but okay yeah um (laughs) in 2018 there was another girl who was pulled from class and she was asked to put band-aids over her nipples because they were distracting other students and because there was a boy laughing at her and then they had her put on another shirt and they asked her to move around and jump to see how her breasts move under the
0: new shirt isn't that
1: disgusting (gasps)
0: That is so violating. Oh, my. Oh, that poor girl. I know. My heart goes out to her. I know. It's almost as if, like, how dare
1: this blob of fat move? Like, it's going (laughs) to move. (laughs) Yeah.
0: What the fuck? Oh, my God. Oh, that's awful.
1: And then there's also a girl in uh, 2017 who was fired from her job for not wearing a bra to work. She was a bartender. Oh, my God. So they kind of can and I read some like some lawyers have weighed in on this Um, and they basically say that employers are allowed to impose a dress code and it says that it can't be discriminatory. So basically what it is is that like for different genders your dress code doesn't have to be the same it has to be equivalent. And that's really all it says about it. So, like, in theory, I guess they could say, like, your nipples can't show, you know, or like, I don't know. I don't know what would be equivalent, but so technically they kind of can tell you that you have to wear a bra as long as they're putting like a similar restriction for men. men. Yeah.
0: I guess the similar restriction would be you have to wear a shirt. To work. A shirt.
1: I guess so. I guess that could be a similar <laughs> restriction. So, yeah. It's a little confusing that it's like a requirement of workplace in school to wear like an undergarment. Like, I can wear no underwear Ugh, to work. And, and no one's going to know. And no one's going to know. And no one would really be any, like, no one would pull me aside and be like, hey, look, you have to wear underwear.
0: Yeah. Like and it's... you can wear like like just comparing one body part which is fat to another mm-hmm. which is the booty, like you can wear tight fitting pants. Yeah. And nobody's going to tell you And your booty that can move. You need to wear looser pants. Booty can move no problem. Yeah, no one
1: has a problem <laughs> with that. Oh, so anyways. And then I started looking at like I guess the arguments for and against bras. And so the arguments for bras are basically arguments um, for people with bigger breasts that they can relieve the weight of bigger breasts. But then they were yeah, also kind work. of saying that, like, most women I think it's 80% of women wear um, bras that are the wrong size. And oh, I've
0: heard that too.
1: If you wear a bra so that's sad. the wrong size, um, it's actually putting more weight on your shoulders. And it's causing you, like, shoulder yeah. pain. So it's not actually fixing the problem of, like, relieving the weight. And apparently this is only mm-hmm. a concern when it comes to an F-cup plus, which is about 3.5 pounds, they say. Mm-hmm. And that's when, like, the weight becomes an issue. And anything under that, it like, technically your bra might be actually causing more harm and pain. Oh, my gosh. Than it's saving you just because of, like, the pressure that it's putting on your shoulders.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh. Um, and bras don't keep your boobs from sagging. There's a myth going around that if you wear a bra, your boobs I've aren't heard gonna sag. That. It's not true. It's only true when you're exercising. When you're exercising, like you should wear a sports bra just because, like, the movement and the wear and tear could, like, stretch movement. ligaments. Um, but mm. there's actually a little bit of research that is saying that not wearing a bra could actually stop your boobs from sagging because a- apparently, like, it oh, helps man. to strengthen the chest muscles. Sure to the hold muscles. them up yeah
0: the tissue mm. i have heard mm-hmm. that as well um unfortunately i think that that could only be applied to day-to-day stuff and not mm. working out Personally, oh yeah yeah yeah. no 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 <laughs> No one recommends working like working out,
1: like... out without a bra like it okay it's a safe thing to okay, do to good, wear a bra good. when working out or like moving a lot just because of the yes. the ouchy yes
0: the ouch it it do be ouchy and um I have heard also that, like, if you don't wear a bra and if you have, like, a bigger cup size, then you might actually, like, it might actually bring them up more. And some people see, like, more elevated boobs because the muscles, like, grow so much stronger. Um... I think people forget that like it hurts a lot to like go from wearing a bra every single day of your life Mm -hmm. to not wearing one and it feels super counterproductive like feeling your boob muscles like on top Mm -hmm. strain like doesn't feel like it's actually helping at all (laughs) and it is very very painful so it's like oh yeah bras are just difficult because you can't live with them and you can't live without without them. (laughs) (laughs) a hundred percent a hundred percent yeah and like
1: again i have small boobs i can't relate to a lot of like the weight issue of Mm. boobs um so it's helpful to have another perspective on that because i didn't like i was reading this stuff but i was (laughs) also like a lot of these are male doctors and they're like telling people that you know like not wearing this is more comfortable but like do they really know like exactly like we're an equation told them that like this amount of weight is the most harmful (laughs) like okay thanks
0: (laughs) yeah exactly and i don't know there's a lot of like i think it all has to do with some sort of like genetic thing too because Mm -hmm. there's a lot of women who wear bras and have big boobs and are still like You know, they're like perky, they're up there, like it's literally no problem whatsoever. And then there's some people who won't wear bras for their entire life and their boobs will still sag. Yeah. Like it's and that's like your boob shape and most
1: of the articles did say that like boob sagging is pretty much mostly reliant on um, genetics. It's mostly a genetic factor. Yeah. Like bras don't really play into it that much. There's like a tiny bit of evidence that might say not wearing a bra might strengthen your muscles a little bit, but it's still primarily like has to do with genetics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, but moving on from that, I then got into the world of bra sizing. Mm. And do you know about sister sizes?
0: Yes, I do know about sister sizes. I did not
1: know about sister sizes. This is the <laughs> most confusing <laughs> really? thing in the world to me that like...
0: Yeah.
1: I've always had the size... Okay, for anyone that doesn't know, basically what happens is that the... Any cup size that you get that has a 34 band size is the true size. So if you're a 34 something, that is the true size. Mm -hmm. But if you have any other band size and a cup, those aren't true cup sizes. And they actually correspond to like a different size. So for example, I've always purchased a 32B, okay, because that's Mm -hmm. what I thought my size was. But apparently, not only am I a 32B, but I'm also a 34A and a 30C.
0: What? No way. Isn't
1: that weird? Cool.
0: But Why? it's confusing. <laughs> I don't know.
1: I still could. I think it has to weird. do something with, like, bra sizes are based off of, like, volume.
0: Mm-hmm. Which still sure. didn't really explain and, like, any of it for me? Maybe? Like, if your boobs are, like. Or, like to the side or like to the to the middle more I don't, like center? and then i remember Maybe watching it like to a do tiktoker with the
1: that was talking about the fact that like most cup sizes are actually the same size it's just like the band that
0: changes Uh-oh.
1: but like a 32d okay. <laughs> a 32c a 36a are all actually a b cup a 30d is actually a b cup and a 36A because is it's actually not a, a true cup. size. Yeah, the only true size is the 34 band. And then everything
0: other than that are like different, <laughs> different variations. That's wow. I mean, I didn't know it went that deep. I just thought it was like a bra you could also fit into. No, it would help with sizing online I, shopping or something yeah, like, like that. But I that's think it so does. Confusing.
1: I think the ways that they like distribute the weight are a little bit different. Mm hmm i'm trying to remember i remember watching again like a tiktok about this and somebody was like showing two bras that like were sister sizes and yeah i think they just distributed the weight different like one of them like came up a lot higher and the other one like the cup was just i thought i
0: don't, I don't know it was just different styles i thought that was just like oh this is a t-shirt but bra there are different this styles a... this
1: is the thing like i don't understand <laughs> sister. like i don't understand sisters i don't get it there's what nothing the about fuck? this that makes sense to me And I feel like my whole life is a lie just because I've always been like, this is my size. But sizes are a lie. Oh,
0: my God. Like, it's just, I can understand how the band would change because it depends on, like, how, like.
1: I get the the band band changing. I get the band changing. (laughs) I just don't understand. Like, the the cup size, a 34 AA is the same as a 30 B. Those are sister sizes. Like, these are sizes that in my head are very different. What? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah they're, they're different That's... a 38,
0: <laughs> 38 a
1: 38 a is the same as a 30 e an a and an e are the same because they oh are sister God. sizes
0: 38 a 38 a and a, and a and 30 a 30
1: e 30 e the what the size. fuck Which like also confuses me because you know how there's always people who are like oh like you know like douchey people guys that are like oh like this is like Mm. the cup size that I look for or like whatever like just really yeah I'm sure we've all had guys ask us what our cup sizes are but like it it's not actually the real thing like cup sizes aren't real (laughs) but they're real but they're not real
0: (laughs) but how no i don't i don't like this this is really (laughs) mind-blowing and i kind of hate it i don't understand how that works how can you buy a 30e like i understand how the band would be smaller in a 30 than in a 38 that makes sense it's an extra eight inches Mm -hmm. of band width length but the cup like you would think that i thought that the cup gets bigger with each same progression of letter i'm
1: trying to read this explanation Okay, knowing your sister size can be helpful when adjusting your bra size. For example, if the cup fits comfortably and the current band is too loose, then you'll have to try a smaller band size as well as a larger cup size to maintain the oh. same cup volume. Let me try and wrap my head around this. So if the,
0: I think I understand that,
1: you'll have so to the, get smaller
0: the 30E. The 30E has a smaller cup size as well. Like. The 30E has the same cup size as the 38A.
1: Yeah. Yes. That's the part that confuses me.
0: (laughs) That's pretty much as far as I can understand.
1: (laughs) So, yeah. Sister sizing is weird.
0: 38.
1: I don't know who came up with that. But (laughs) I'm, I'm, like, questioning every single bra that I own now. I'm like yeah, should, should I be I trying other was... things that might fit differently because my bras always fit I weird. I cannot find it. a bra that fits right like I just have very Dude, me weirdly too. shaped. but I think that's an experience of 80% <laughs> of women like 80% of women can't find a bra that fits.
0: Yeah, I'd have, I have never. And, like, even if I buy, like, the right size, the wrong style, will it completely be a game changer? And then it's just horrible and I can't use it. It's...
1: Yeah, like, that's that's such an alarming statistic that 80% of people aren't wearing the right size bra. That and sucks. then,
0: like, the... And you know what the shittiest thing is? You go to Victoria's Secret, you get sized, they tell you what your right size is, and then you walk and then you ask them a million times, does this look right? Does this... Do you think this fits right? And you have to get a stranger to survey your titties, and then you leave and you still get the wrong size. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) and it still isn't comfortable but now what are you gonna do they gave you a piece of card that tells you what your perfect size is you can't go back and get them to remeasure you they're just gonna give you the same answer and you're just gonna get the same uncomfortable shit sports bras for life sports bras (laughs) for life
1: or like bralettes or you know like depending on the situation you know one's gonna be more appropriate than the other but like I, yeah, I just don't get bras because the argument is, is is that they can be beneficial if they do fit right, but only twenty percent of people are 80%. having that benefit. <laughs> like, so it just sounds like the system isn't working right now that they're supposed to be helping yeah, it's us. Just
0: not, there's got to be another way to try and figure it out. Like, oh my god, have you ever tried measuring yourself? It's literally the hardest thing no, in the world. <laughs> I haven't. Like my oh,
1: my go to for like figuring out my bra size is literally just to try on the bras. Because, like, mm-hmm, every bra mm-hmm, style fits so differently that, like, even if I know my size, I feel like I don't really know if that bra fits me. But even when I try I, them on, I like, really when don't. I get home, I'm still like, this doesn't actually fit me.
0: Yeah, that happens it. to me, too. But you
1: it's know what? I have worst. a theory about this. I don't Boob size fluctuates with your cycle, right? It
0: does. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That's not a theory. That's true. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So it's, like, confusing as to why bras are so, like structured to be like one size where if you buy that bra on one day oh, yeah. of your cycle it's probably not going to fit you on another day like do i have to That's buy so different true. bras for like every? Like just make them more flexible it's not that oh hard to make a bra more flexible <laughs> yeah, so i can like, wear it hard. and it can
0: i think we okay. should bring back like the the bras that they wore in friends in like the 2000s where they're like made of material and they're like yeah. kind of pointy i think those are cute I think oh like the bullet bras <laughs> Yeah,
1: I don't, I don't know how I feel about those
0: ones. Wonder bra, just because, like, I'm so like
1: (laughs) self-conscious about like the whole like nipple showing. I'm a very nipply person, and I feel like that highlights all of my anxieties.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) yes, yes, I understand.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But I like the idea of like how to get at
0: that point. Material, doing more material bras,
1: no underwire. Like that's what actually Mm. works for people. Well, yeah, in my experience, that's what works for me some people actually get headaches from wearing bras like it like pinches their nerves and stuff like that and like gives them headaches and like bruises oh. ribs and like stop stop doing that to yourselves people it's not worth oh it
0: oh my god no it's not worth Find it something it that works is. oh my god yeah oh i hate it that sucks Sometimes it's just not comfortable to not wear a bra. I'm not going to lie. Like sometimes you just want to g- walk around mm. and it's just like your boobs are everywhere. <laughs> and it's like I don't know, maybe that's just a western Yeah.
1: I know and that's like kind of what of view, I was though. thinking about was like is it actually comfort or is it like me being self-conscious? You feel-
0: you right. know of that's like the whole comfort thing, yeah people watching you like I don't that makes you uncomfortable of it's course, not but physical is it comfort physically... like
1: for me at least it's not mm. physical comfort for the reason that I don't wear a bra it is like more just emotional comfort because I don't yeah, feel like same. people are staring at me or like
0: judging yeah. me oh, or 100%. whatever yeah yeah, me too I feel like I'm telling someone a secret <laughs> <laughs> when when like they see like my boobs through a shirt yeah like and I'm not wearing a bra mm-hmm. I'm like now you know <laughs> now you know my true form <laughs> Lydia knows my true form now <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah I decided not to
1: wear a bra for like in solidarity with my opinion and I flashed Lydia earlier but she didn't see it I so I did not
0: even notice no no <laughs> half the screen was hiding behind a Google Docs thing and then I was reading it and the next thing you know Courtney's like oh my god I was like <laughs> happened (laughs) was my point that good
1: (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah i kind of ended my search on reddit just because i wanted to hear from people about why they think that they wear bras and most of the people were talking about not comfort um but i made a little list here one person said that she was raised to think it looks better and that she looks thinner when she wears a bra A lot of people talked about their nipples showing. Um, A lot of people talked about the fact that clothes are designed to be worn with a bra. So it's hard to wear clothes without a bra. That's such a good point. Of course. Yeah. I totally agree. Um, Not wearing one attracts unwanted attention from creepy men.
0: For sure. Yeah.
1: 100%. Them moving around, like your boobs moving around, draws attention to them. Um, Boobs look nicer when you're wearing a bra. Which is true, but it's only because that's what society has decided is a nice boob. That's,
0: yeah, dude, exactly. Like, that's not the natural
1: (laughs) shape of a boob for it to just be, like, round. mm -hmm. That's not what they Mm -hmm, look like mm -hmm. naturally, so
0: that's weird. Really think about your biases, everybody. Think about why you're thinking that this is an attractive thing. Because it could just be society mm-hmm. kind of brainwashing you into thinking that this is something that is attractive, but Why? really your natural form is attractive. Some people say that women look best naked, so that's not including wearing bras. a bra. Yeah, so <laughs> saggy boobies and all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, and yes, yeah, some people said support while moving, which makes sense. Um, feeling yeah. insecure, and then making it look like you have boobs. Which I personally relate to that one. Like, when I was younger, I was, like, good very <laughs> self-conscious about my boob size. And I used to wear bras to make it look like I had, like, I had bigger boobs. Yeah. To, like, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. highlight them a little bit more. Which, yeah, for sure. Which just caused me, tricks. like, I a whole tricks. lot of discomfort, like. Mm-hmm
0: why man that's so crazy that's such like an opposite experience from me like i used to like wear like i still do this sometimes like super baggy stuff to like conceal the fact that i have boobs because like i don't want people to know that happened to me in elementary school too
1: isn't that so crazy though that it's like it's we're like we we represent two ends of the spectrum and we're both striving to be like not not each other but like it's like everyone who has boobs doesn't have the right ones you know like we're all like either yeah. trying to make them smaller or trying to make them bigger or like but what is what are we striving to towards them, or
0: trying not to hide if them, no one can have like, that yeah, like I... what
1: is it what are we doing
0: why are we doing this <laughs> like why can't it seems we just like, ev- it seems with- like everybody but people with like
1: fake boobs yeah Which no hate to people with fake boobs all power to you but mm. like what there's no perfect boob size, but we're all trying to get the perfect boob size. And I don't understand what it, it is. Is it?
0: Uh, is it society? Like, I don't even know. I guess the grass is always greener on the other side. But like, I, guess so. I don't know. It's just like, it's just strange. Like a lot of it came from social interactions with people mm. where it would be like, oh my gosh, are you wearing a bra? And it's like, yeah <laughs> and then you want to hide it because you're like holy shit now everybody knows i'm wearing a bra and then like for you it's like i'm gonna put on a bra and i don't know put some socks in it <laughs> i don't know if that's true don't quote me on that but i don't think i ever put it, socks it, in it
1: but i did buy like super padded bras just because i thought that like yeah to be attractive you had to have bigger boobs mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. which
1: yeah it's, it's weird. stupid it's weird it's weird double
0: double standard of of women boob standard. sizes
1: yeah just learn to love your boob size everyone i'm proud of my itty bitty titties yeah. now i hope you've come <laughs> to peace with your with your i'm with growing your, to bo- love with them. your body
0: <laughs> sometimes it's still with the unwanted attention that is yeah. kind of awful i know but that's like so out of them. your
1: control you know and like it oh, sucks I that know. other like I... just society
0: ruins everything It really does. It really does. Like, I just feel so, like, exposed sometimes and Mm -hmm. just, like, uncomfortable. And then, yeah, walking down the street is, like, hard. But, like, you just want to, like, be free. (laughs) Like, you can't. Because, yeah. Because you don't want to be asking for attention, you know? From creepy men. But, like, you're not. You're, like, just because your boobs are out doesn't mean you're asking people to look at them. Gross so yeah that was my opinion sex i don't really know what the opinion that was, so was but just
1: bras The ted talk if you will bras yeah <laughs> bras are weird bra sizing is weirder i agree mm. let's be comfortable instead of trying to make your boobs look a certain way just comfort yes. is the goal bras can be comfortable and that's why you should mm-hmm. wear them And even if you feel like you do have to wear them to be, like, emotionally comfortable, like, find one that is also comfortable physically.
0: Yeah, that also fits you well and stuff like that. Oh, guys, let's bring down that statistic. We don't want to be this Mm -hmm. 80% of people aren't comfortable bullshit. You need to assert your place in the world by asking for the right size. Tell people what you want. Tell them when you're uncomfortable. Spend Mm -hmm. the three hours at the store. It will be worth it. (laughs) Don't buy the bra... That looks sexy
1: on the hanger. That one is your worst enemy. I'm freaking telling yeah, that was you. That one's probably the least comfortable yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah. One don't conform it's to just those. Like just. Nothing?
0: <laughs> it's, it's the worst. No stretch. No comfort.
1: Yeah. They're like.
0: <laughs> kind of see-through. <laughs> I don't, I don't even know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Anyways. Just be comfortable. Yeah, those are bad. Be comfortable, people. Mm-hmm. that's be that's comfortable. All.
0: I love that. And good luck out there. I understand that is very uncomfortable mm. socially. Mm. Yes. Yes. And you can't help that. To be comfortable physically. Yes. <laughs> so sad. Ugh. Well, thank you, Courtney, for enlightening us on bra
1: history and You're welcome. Giving you a little Bra semantics. semantics. Yeah. Semantics. Jeez. Look up your sister sizes, everyone.
0: You're gonna be shook at <laughs> sugar Sugar. (laughs) by what you find do you have any life updates that maybe we did not talk about in the beginning
1: oh really yeah i don't think i have life updates guys it's just life's just hard right now stressful it's a lot but this podcast is fun so
0: yeah it's like the one thing that brings me joy yeah it's like, <laughs> me too let's 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 please do it <laughs> spending like getting
1: to take the afternoon off doing like schoolwork to do this mm-hmm. is the best feeling to be like i don't have to justify yeah, the time totally that i'm spending agree.
0: like i'm doing something you know i'm not just like yeah. sitting around doing nothing yeah. but i'm actually like enjoying my time so Ugh, it's great i know it's the best Every other hour is either productive Mm -hmm. or stressing about the fact that you're not productive. (laughs) Exactly.
1: It's like a safe haven where we get to do both. We get to be productive and enjoy it. Exactly.
0: Yeah. So thank you guys for letting us do this every week and making it happen and listening. Yeah. I mean, we would do this whether you listen or not. Yeah, (laughs) really. Honestly, if we had zero (laughs)
1: listeners, I'd still be like, all right, (laughs) what time next week?
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But check out our Patreon if you do want to support us. Mm
1: -hmm. If
0: you don't want to support us through Patreon, that's fine. You're just supporting us by just listening to the show. We still appreciate every person. If you
1: want to support us without paying money, which I totally understand. Life is expensive. There's a lot of other ways that you can support us. You can leave us a rating um, and a review. Mm -hmm. Five stars, please. Five stars would be great, (laughs) but like you know do
0: your thing you want to leave a one star maybe just don't leave a review if you yeah. have anything bad to say don't say anything or just like <laughs> dm it to
1: us you know you don't have just just let mm, us know if there's one. something that we could really work on just let us know you don't really have to tell the public mm-hmm. i guess but yeah you could leave us a review <laughs> um you could tell your friends about us you could tell other people share our podcast yeah, with people that you think would enjoy it yeah there's just like so many other ways that you can support us so no pressure to be yeah, on the
0: and we, we appreciate all of those ways.
1: Mm-hmm. We appreciate you.
0: We appreciate you. It's knuckle cracking. Sorry, guys. Yeah, that's gross. Oh, <laughs> stop it. Why are you
1: going so close to the microphone? Like, specifically... It's ASMR. No thanks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> knuckle ASMR. No thanks. Do you have any life updates before I conclude? Um... Skateboarding is going really bad. So I thought that sentence was going in another direction. I was about to be like, oh, good. I wish. I wish. No, I'm not good at it. uh Um, Getting comfortable on the board is very, very challenging. I can do some tricks standing still, but once it starts moving, it's game over. Uh Uh-oh. so. If anyone has any tips, <laughs> let me know. That would be great. I'm also doing it on rocky, like, cement. I don't know if that's a problem, too. I I'm feel sure like that's probably sure a sure problem. I'm I could be doing a lot more, but. Yeah, most likely. I'm also just confused because one leg isn't moving and then the other one moves, but yet you're supposed to do like a walking thing. I think I just need to spend more time getting more comfortable mm-hmm. on it. Right now it's <laughs> That just, sounds confusing. The point is, guys, don't give up just because you suck at something. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Keep doing it if it brings you joy, I guess. it's <laughs> a good message. The thing I like about skateboarding is when I fall, I like feel so alive because my like my survival instincts kick in and it's like, don't don't hurt yourself. Uh like I'm happy for you but also
1: just to feel alive oh, Lydia yeah. has to jump off of her moving skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> has to have a near death experience and she's like, "Oh, felt amazing." The
0: adrenaline, <laughs> Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah.
1: But good for you. Good for you finding Thank ways you. to cope. Thank
0: you. Yes, exactly. I don't know if it's healthy but it's it's, it's working, coping so <laughs> this is 23.
1: all right everyone and that brings us to the end of the podcast thank you so much for sticking around this far and listening to lydia's opinion about why mermaids could be real think about it think we don't know what's out there they could be there There's no evidence that they're not there. I'm just going to say that. Exactly. So it's a possibility. If you can't disprove it, then you can't prove it. You know? (laughs) Um, So good. (laughs) And thanks for listening to my speech, TED Talk, if you will, about bras. There wasn't too much of an opinion there, but it was just really just internal thoughts that I've been having this week. So thank you for letting me do that. Um, Very interesting. If you want to let us know what you think, you can head over to our Instagram. Our Instagram is very.unimportant.people. Um, there's going to be a poll up, depending on when you're listening to this. The poll is normally up Tuesday and Wednesday. So if you missed it for this episode, that's okay. You can catch the next one next week. Um, you can reach out to us via email. Our email is hatersclickhere, which is h 8 here at gmail.com we're also on twitter uh which we're the unimportant ppl you can follow us on tiktok tiktok's always fun i think on tiktok we're just very unimportant (laughs) people right yeah i think so too yeah just very unimportant people and that's it for us this week have a great